everyone, and welcome to another Thought for the Day. I'm Alan, and I'm one of the pastors of Trinity Christian Centre, Singapore. Now, for the last two days, we have been dwelling on Luke chapter 9. And on the first day, our thought was we cannot walk in God's authority when we don't believe it has been given to us. And on the second day, the thought was that the authority God has given to us through Jesus is meant to save lives, not destroy them. And as we prepare to begin today's thought, let us prepare our hearts by listening to this song.
Nation. And welcome back to Thought for the Day. Let's begin today by reading from the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 9, verses 57 to 62. Luke chapter 9, verses 57 to 62. And it goes this way. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, which is Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And he said to another, Follow me. But the person said, Lord, permit me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Allow the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim everywhere the kingdom of God. And another also said to Jesus, I will follow you, Lord, but first permit me to say goodbye to those at home. But Jesus said to him, No one, after putting his hand to the plough, looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, here's a bit of a background, a bit of a background between behind these verses. Now, this happened when Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem. The time and going to Jerusalem this time round, this was the time for him to fulfill his mission, which is to die on the cross for us. And by that time, he had a substantial number of people following him. And one day, someone in that crowd called out to him and said or, or, or proclaimed that he will follow Jesus wherever Jesus goes. If Jesus was the kind of leader who relied on popularity to keep himself on track with his mission, then that unknown person's profession of loyalty would have made Jesus' day. But thankfully, Jesus was not motivated by the praises and popularity, but it did spark off a revealing of the motives people had when they were following Jesus around in his ministry. Let's begin with this first person. So, you may think, what was wrong with that unknown person uh, confessing, professing loyalty to Jesus? Jesus, I will go wherever you go. Um, nothing would be wrong if it had no strings attached. It is believed that this unknown person um, said those words because he thought following Jesus will reap for himself a rewarding life of luxury when Jesus comes into power. What power? Right? What power? Well, bear in mind that at that time, people were hoping that Jesus would be the military Messiah who will defeat the Roman oppressors and rule as king. Hence, they believed that by following Jesus, they will be rewarded with riches and possession when he's crowned as king because they were loyal followers. Now, this hope that some people had can be confirmed when Jesus replied, when he said that the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. When you take that into account, you realize that this is how people thought. Before we lay our condemnation on that unknown someone, let's be fair, okay? That we could have done the same thing too if we were in the same shoes as him. In a job profession, it is healthy to expect incentives in return for our labour. Every employee looks forward to that bonus, to that reward for a job well done in the end of the year. 
But in the kingdom of God, which Jesus was preaching, rewards are not of this earth. Rewards may not be of the present tangibles. As far as we know, Jesus did not own a property, nor did he have riches stored up somewhere. The Gospels actually said his ministry was supported by a group of people. Jesus had no cash to back up his name, friends. And when a person says he or she has decided to follow Jesus, the right to lead himself or herself has to be given up. You may have missed that. Let me say that again. When a person says that he or she has decided to follow Jesus, the right to lead himself or herself has to be given up. To follow Jesus, who had no roof over his head, is sobering to daydreamers. Matthew Henry, the commentator, once commented, following Jesus is not a profession. The hope of getting worldly rewards should not be our motivation behind following Christ. To end up having nowhere to lay down one's head to rest at night is to give up all rights to lead oneself. Now, what about the second man? When Jesus said to him, Follow me, the man appealed for a postponement. He asked for, an, for a postponement so he could bury his father first. Now, that is a fair request, except there was no indication that the father had died. So it seems that the man was asking Jesus to wait till his father had really passed away before he can be freed up to follow him. Now, nowhere in the Bible does God tell us to abandon our parents. So it cannot be assumed only now that God has changed his mind and legalized abandoning our parents to follow Christ. I know of a friend who had been serving the Lord faithfully for many years, and he too has an aging parent. Yet, when asked confidently, when asked, he confidently said that he is ready to release his parent to the Lord whenever the Lord sees fit. And if it happens when he's away ministering, he'll just have to find a way to put his assignment on hold to tend to the funeral arrangements before resuming ministry. What this friend has demonstrated and taught me here is that when we follow Jesus, we must stay focused to the mission. That needs us to have faith in God strong enough to entrust our loved ones into His care. That is an indicator of His surrendering of His parent and Himself to the Lord. For those of us who serve God in some form of ministry, can we say or can we do the same? Now moving to the third person, Jesus did not tell him, follow him at all. Jesus never asked him to follow. This person volunteered, but with a disclaimer that says, but first. This third person wanted to settle things at home and to say goodbye to his family members. The question I ask myself on this is, how many goodbyes will he need to say before he is prepared to follow Christ? I reckon his goodbyes will be endless, because he is not prepared to follow Christ in the first place, merely booking a place to follow Jesus. Um, a person who is not ready to, to, to kiss his old life goodbye will plough a crooked line if he serves God in full-time ministry. The thought I have for us today is, of these three persons, which best describes you? If you are looking for rewards when you follow Jesus, better not walk any further until you have let the Holy Spirit check your heart. If you know you are called, 
but want to wait till your parents have passed on first, then you have not fully surrendered your parent and yourself to the Lord. Please sort out your heart first. If you are not ready to kiss your present life and attachments goodbye, then don't even start. Yes, this thought has a stern tone to it and I do not apologize for it, but I would rather that you feel offended by me here than have you pretend that you are ready to serve God full time. I would have done you a disservice if I kept quiet. Now may this song help you count the costs before I pray for us all.
Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for letting me share this with everyone today. Lord Jesus, it is clear to us that when we read the Gospels, that you have never minced your words because you want the best for us. Lord, thank you for showing us what tough love really means. And I pray for our listeners today. May the rest of today be a time for us to revisit our motives so that we can surrender that which needs to be surrendered in order for us to be able to stay focused to the mission, to the core, to plough straight lines and to look forward to a heavenward reward. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Join me tomorrow for another thought for the day. I'm Pastor Alan from Trinity Christian Centre, Singapore, wishing you God bless. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Centre, Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Centre, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.